Hey, welcome to the Pink Parlay. It's your host, Molly, and welcome to the show. And first off, you know I gotta thank my Parlay listeners for just listening to my story and allowing me to share my stories with y'all. And I'm so happy that y'all fucking with it and inspiring y'all to keep pushing forward mainly. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm not looking for empathy or anything like that. What I didn't realize in starting this podcasting journey and just sharing my story with you guys is that um, I basically did something what is called narrative therapy. And narrative therapy is when you go back into the very beginning of your life and you basically write your story. And then usually throughout the session, you repeat the story over and over again until it becomes easier for you to accept. Honestly, like it was very hard for me to do that, but in that it helped me heal. Like I feel so much better. I feel like all those walls I built up around myself has been lowered. It's a little strange. I'm not going to lie. I feel a little bit more like vulnerable, especially at first. I felt like I was back to like this nice, shy, timid girl and not this like rough neck person, you know, that I've kind of like developed over the years. And that was like trippy for me. But in today's episode, I will be talking about mental health and sharing my stories with y'all and how I'm healing and staying sane today. So roll up if you smoke, sip your drink if you drink, and if you gotta be sober, then just listen to this realness I'm finna give y'all, okay? So as I just mentioned to you guys, you guys helped me to do narrative therapy through starting this whole podcast. So basically what we go through, especially when we have a lot of trauma, is that unresolved trauma has both short and long-term effects. Our past trauma experiences become adapted into our identities, making us who we are. And depending on the extent and severity of your past traumatic experiences, our mind develops like this mental fog, creating a blurred memory of the event. This defense mechanism is a natural trigger to the trauma causing us to become absent-minded to the bullshit i've had so much shit go on in my life right and i'm sure if you've had so much shit going on in your life as well then you would get it like when i think back on everything especially the most traumatic events especially when it was just like so reoccurring for me it's kind of like a blur it feels like a dream a little bit like it was really hard for me to think about this so yeah when i was writing these stories i had to really think and honestly like everything was so back and forth it definitely helped me to kind of like clear the mental fog and I think that was the best part about writing it down because if I was to just recite my story just off the top of my dome I think I would be just fucking lost like I wouldn't even know where to start with it because it's so much shit and it's just like my brain just gets overwhelmed with everything so I think in writing it down it helped me to really pinpoint and kind of like timeline every single thing and oh my god what it was so hard to do that like oh my god if if y'all understand the tears I shed when doing it like you know I knew that I was a person that obviously been through a lot of shit but once you write it and then you read it and I'm like like I was crushed when I read my own shit I'm like oh my god like this is my story this is devastating you know and it was like this is my life though and that's when I think when I started realizing like damn my life is a little bit sad but then I had to edit this stuff so now I'm repeating it over and over and over again so you know I'm listening to this and what I noticed is it was hard at first but as I kept listening to it it was like I was feeling more accepting and it's like I realized that yeah I've had these misfortunate things happen to me but I'm not letting that stop me anymore 
and it's almost like this true healness in a sense because I feel like no one's ever heard my voice so like that's why like I thank you guys every day like I don't even think you guys realize the impact y'all make it on my life just listening to me because I never really got a chance to explain to anyone or even had anyone that cared to listen so I feel like this is like my outlet to just kind of like let it all out and just voice what's been on my mind for so damn long and that's super cool also with this journey of me writing this narrative it's helped me to get back to my core and you know I've talked about getting back to the core in previous episodes where you know sometimes you just got to get back into like that inner child like the person that you were before all the bullshit so I had to start going back to my talents you probably asked me this like six months ago what are your talents I would probably say like suck a dick oh, like really? you know because <laughs> I'm Ooh. a fool like that but honestly like I definitely can cook so that was like one thing that I knew I was talented at but that would be it but there was a one point in time where I remember being like I have no talents at all none I thought I was a talentless bitch for many many years of my life and going back to my childhood I remember writing so well that my teachers would cry. Like I would write these really deep stories that was very captivating for my teachers. And it was to a point where some teachers even had to talk to me after class or my grandmother after class, but my grandmother just brushed it off. And even in school, at this time I was going to school in Gardena and the school had like this writing competition type shit. I don't know, I, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but basically all the schools in that area wrote essays and I remember like I wrote this amazing essay god I don't remember what the hell it was about but apparently it was so good I went on stage like in front of everyone in the Gardena area all mayors and city officials of Gardena like it was a big thing but I never got praise for it at home my grandmother like she just never really cared no one ever cared so I never realized that I was talented and honestly I just brushed writing under the rug like I never was like wow like my writing's good because I wasn't being told that at home and actually all my life I've never been told like wow good job like or anything like that so with this and getting back to my core now I'm realizing like duh I should be a podcaster I'm an amazing writer I have a great personality as well I'm a good-hearted person like why not you know so now everything to me is making sense like so for people that don't know me they're probably like why the fuck like this prostitute ass bitch is podcasting like you know for for those people it might be far-fetched like how the fuck this bitch podcasting but for me and going back to my core I realized like shit I've been a damn writer my whole life if I had the right support system and the right put and I would have just kept mastering and kept going in that like who knows what I better been writing today but it's okay though because I'm here and I'm writing my stories today and you never know maybe one day I will write my book with the happy end of me is so dope like that's the whole point like I'm still waiting on that happy end and I'm still going through it y'all and one thing I can say for so long like I just drown my misery like oh my life is sad I mean I'm not gonna say like I was just a sorry bitch like that but when I would think about the really traumatic things in my life I would just like go right to alcohol or go right to like a drug or something when I used to use drugs you know a while ago but now it's like I don't do that like I don't do that at all I feel healed and this is just recently you guys like and again like through the podcast like I'm recently healed so thank you for that yes I still cry and you know I feel alone and I'm gonna cry again but it's okay because I feel like I got you guys and I'm strong and my head is high and I'm gonna push through this shit 
and I'm, I'm gonna make something out of this shit I do not care I'm going to do this shit um because you know I believe in it I believe in myself and I believe in the pink parlay as a brand so yes I'm using my own story and as my own inspiration to keep pushing forward my life and to strive for a life I deserve What's interesting is although my brain has a lot of mental fog, once I started unraveling my trauma, I was surprised at how vividly I can remember certain events in my life. Like the day I had to make my own waffles. Like I was only three years old, but I remember that day like it was yesterday. And honestly, I never knew why. Cause I barely remember anything. Like I be forgetting shit all the time, but it's like those certain events when I was like super, super young. Like I remember a time where my mom, she would drop me off with these strangers. Like I had no idea who they were. I don't think she knew who they were. Like she was just like, hey, can you watch my baby? And would just like leave me with these random fucking people. Like, and I remember the person who it was, it was like this, like she was a hispanic lady but she was gangster like she was like a, a, a stud for sure and she was like spray painting graffiti in an alley and then she's like oh can you watch my baby here like you know and i'm just like you know i'm so young but i'm already taking in everything i'm like oh like she's spray painting like i don't even think she should be doing that like that vibe for me as a child is that just seemed bad like the, like what the hell and i'm like i'm with these people you know but i remember those times and i was like a little two three year old and it's sad because I think I can remember them so well because it was just so fucking traumatic. Like that had to been scary for me. And I think that's why I remember it so well. Those waffles, I was hungry as fuck probably. Starving for a little child to go through all that strenuous activity just to eat. Probably tells you I had eaten for a while. And that's probably why I remember that event because I think that was a moment and I was so young, but a moment in my life where I was it's like you know what i'm gonna get this shit done on my own like fuck everybody i can't depend on nobody for shit and i think i was proud of myself really because i proved to myself so young that i could do something on my own and i think that's why i'm here today still pushing forward on my own because you know fuck everyone else everyone else lets me down every fucking time but you know who don't let me down? Me. I think about like people who don't love me and it's okay. Like I used to let that eat me up. You know what? It's okay because I love me and that makes me unique because guess what? Most people in this world, I would say in the 90 percentile, most people in this world do not love themselves. But guess what? I've been learning to love me and I can say today I love me and that feels amazing. And honestly, now that I hear all my stories again, I have to think back to all the mental diagnosis that I've been diagnosed with, or I've been called crazy, or how I told y'all before, mentally unstable by the court. So for so long, I thought I was just a walking psychopath that just wasn't capable of shit, you know? And I'm not going to act like I'm not crazy now. Like, I know my temper is a little hot. I'm definitely a little spicy, but you know, I accept that into my personality trait. Like, just because I'm a little spicy don't mean that I'm I'm a fucking psychopath at all like I think I've been through a lot of shit so I have a very low threshold for people fucking with me and that's okay like with the life I live I think that I have every right to be that way I think that honestly that I was mentally diagnosed wrong I was mentally diagnosed with depression and bipolar with depression yes at one point in time and actually a lot of my life I was very depressed but I was going through a lot of shit too so I don't think I really had depression per se I think I have more so of PTSD 
you know i'm just saying just from me knowing me like i just think i've been through a lot of shit so i think it's just natural to develop a reaction to it so if i'm going through multiple 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 things i mean obviously a bitch ain't probably gonna be that happy like yeah i was sad yeah i wanted to die shit i've been had shit taken from me and had nothing not a nothing so of course i'm probably gonna feel that way right and i do remember only one psychiatrist and mind you i've seen dozens of psychiatrists one psychiatrist did diagnose me with ptsd and that's was the only time i felt like i know you know what bitch i think you're right and that's why like i, I want to push on this show like mental health and the you know the whole psychiatrist thing but honestly it's so hard finding a good psychiatrist like or a therapist like or anyone you could talk to like on some real shit like because i feel like so many of them are just kind of like in it for the paycheck like i'm sure if you have your own money you can really pay top dollar for the best psychiatrist or therapist you can get some results but sometimes like these little county therapists they give you that they're so bullshit but you know i still encourage you to talk to someone if you feel like harming yourself but i don't know i i've, I've been through a lot of therapy and i say i've only connected with a few so i think if you find a professional if you're not really like feeling them and y'all not connecting right like don't hesitate to get another therapist like you will find one that you connect with because i did find some but again it's a little hard like good free therapists are hard to find for sure and i realized now that like now that my walls are kind of like dropped a little bit now that i've kind of like healed accepted i i realized that i have a heart of gold yes i'm sensitive i'm emotional i'm loving honestly considering everything i've been through like i'm truly blessed like to have a genuine heart that i have because i think most people that go through a life that i have are like terrible people like souls are just fucked up personalities just fucked up so i'm grateful i was first mentally diagnosed at around 15 with depression they put me on my first medication and this medication was wellbutrin when i tell you wellbutrin was the worst feeling ever like i don't know if because i was an adolescent and this with with a lot of psych medications especially in an adolescent adolescents react so badly to these psych medications like seriously and i feel like they're just pushing these pills on these teenage kids and honestly like i feel like our bodies aren't quite developed enough to always handle the psych meds like for real for real but i was given this well putrin i remember oh my god it used to make me tremor so bad like i used to shake like i was having a seizure my personality i was just very numb and what's crazy is like if you ever seen like been in a psych ward or even seen it like in a movie or something and you just see the patients and they're kind of like have this numb zombie like mentality it's the meds the meds make you feel like that like you're just very numb emotionless you don't get angry you don't get sad mad or anything you're just numb and like that is fucking weird like i couldn't react to anything emotionally and i hated it not only that you know the tremors and did it help my mood fuck no it made it worse in fact that was my first suicide attempt i actually overdosed on my wellbutrin so with the wellbutrin and me taking it at such a high dose like that it made me trip the fuck out like i went to full-blown paranoid schizophrenic to the point where i was so scared and not because of me dying but because i felt that i was gonna hurt someone else like i at the time like i, I lived in a house with like eight dogs i wanted to hurt the dogs but not because i'm an animal abuser at all because i love animals but you know just because like the 
the shit had me tripping so bad so i was like you know what like i'm gonna call the ambulance because i was so delusional at that point and just not even in my proper mind state that's why i decided to call the ambulance and i remember them taking me away i was just like so scared and just like scared mainly because i was like hallucinating and everything was just like coming at me but yeah and um that was my first mental hospitalization where they put me on like a 72 hour hold being in the mental hospital was okay for the most part honestly um very therapeutic you know we have a lot of like therapy sessions obviously you get really close to the people that you're with in there i would say similar to the group home but but turned down a little bit but then you still got those one crazy crazy ones that are just like acting very rambunctious and just doing the fucking most but then they have this stuff in the mental hospitals called booty juice which is like i'm not really too sure what the hell they put in it but I just know it put your ass out. I just remember like fucking locked up padded rooms and like going crazy and hit him with that booty juice and you hear nothing but silence for like hours. Like they be sleep fucking 10 hours, 12 hours of shit. But they wake up again, you know what I mean? And it start tripping all over again. Of course, get hit with another shot of booty juice. But I think the hardest part about going to the mental hospital is my grandmother completely just ignored me. Like I didn't know what was going on. Like it was my first time there, the 72 hour hold. Then like my 72 hour hold came to be like a week. Then like it was moving on to like two weeks. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, and yeah, eventually I finding out that like she didn't want me to come back home she didn't want anything to do with me and then from the mental hospital i was transported into a group home and yeah that was basically like the start of my whole group home thing and and then i ended up trying to commit suicide a few times too while being in a group home and been mental hospitalized as well that's the real shit because i feel like i know me very well in my life i have ptsd like i said and adhd for sure because all my life like i've had a very short attention span which i hate that for me so much because it's hard for me to watch like a movie like it's hard for me to pay attention to a lot of shit um for real and i started looking up more stuff about like adhd and i started realizing what's interesting to me about adhd and i don't think no no one's never told me this by the way like all my life i've been going to these psychiatrists they ain't never told me that with adhd like it's a lot more other issues you may have like for example like it, it mirrors autism so much in, in a sense because with adhd like i might have certain sensory issues like certain sounds may really just irritate the fuck out of me or certain smells or and i was like that makes so much sense like for example like this is like my most recent ex that i don't even talk about because it, it was so short-lived the relationship like it ain't worth talking about i remember he was like snapping his fingers but he was snapping them like so hard i swear to god he was snapping them hard but like it was really making my ear sensitive and i snapped on him i was like stop snapping your fucking fingers like and it, he wasn't doing anything wrong and of course people was looking at me like i was crazy but that's just like an example of like a sensory sound that i would hear that would make drive me insane but like to anyone else it's not a big deal but i realized that a lot of that is my adhd so doing my own podcast show i have to listen back to my voice all the time and like i told you guys i have a very short attention span like it's hard for me to even get into someone's podcast so if i compliment your podcast and really fuck with your podcast like that must your shit must be entertaining as fuck because like that's the only way you're gonna gravitate me basically in that first five minutes like if you're not locking me in with something you lost me like i'm, I'm completely then did some other shit now and so in the show that's when i started adding like the sound effects and stuff like that because that helps me to kind of like 
locked back into what I'm talking about. So if I'm losing me when I'm listening to my own shit, I think about like, fuck, I'm probably losing y'all. Let me put a little slap in there, a little clap or something to kind of like bring it back. So yeah, that, that's a lot of reasons why I do the sound effects, just to make sure I'm, I'm keeping you woke, make sure you listen to this realness. And honestly, with all the mental diagnosis, I think a lot of us aren't even mentally crazy. I just think we gotta build a strong mindset and just heal. And I think we will all be all right because that's how I'm feeling right now. Like I feel okay. And I tell myself that every day, like, hey, you gonna be all right. It's gonna get better. And that motivates me to keep pushing through because if you want me to be truly transparent, and I'm not even gonna tell you the whole story about even how my life is currently, but my life is not great at all, but I am still blessed. And honestly, like I can't complain, like my life could be so much worse. So I'm thankful for what I have, but I definitely have a way bigger vision. And I see this vision every day, the life that I really wanna live, the life that I deserve to live, me with my son balling out. Like these are things that I passionately want and it keeps me getting up every day and grinding for it. Like I don't care where I gotta record these podcast episodes from, you feel me? I'm still gonna put in this work and do what I need to do for this show. Yeah. And it gets mainly built off of this mindset of this shit won't fail and if it's failing how am I gonna make it succeed because I know it's something in this like I don't know where my lane gonna go I don't know which direction it's gonna turn you know getting excited to kind of gear up new things for the show because I'm feeling more and more comfortable talking for example this is my first episode of me not actually writing down everything like all my episodes I've been writing my whole story word for word and have been you know just kind of reciting what I've wrote and I had to realize that like I I can't keep writing these 10 page long essays and shit every motherfucking week for y'all because I got a lot of shit I got to start doing with this pink parlay shit. I think shit about to start taking off and a bitch need motion out here. You feel me? So now it's like, okay, I got to just write outline of the show. So, you know, obviously I'm trying to keep the show structured because I'm such an off topic bitch because my ADHD. <laughs> so, you know, that's why it's very important for me to keep a structure to my show and try to keep it topic based because with everything I've been through, I can just go in so many different directions. And just to let y'all know, today I purchased me my uh, Zoom PodTrack interface. And basically with this interface now, so homie, I ain't ready just yet, but I'm about to start doing some interviews and stuff like that for the Pink Parkway. Um, there's a few guest stars that are just like friends of mine and stuff that, um, I really find interesting and I'm super excited to just kind of like polish up on my interview skills, learn how to use the new equipment and really implement bringing some other people on the show, just giving y'all some realness, but from some other people as well. So yeah, stay tuned for it all because you know, I'm ready to expand and keep this parlay parlaying, okay? All my listeners who's had an extremely traumatic lives and have been misdiagnosed or called crazy by your loved ones, like don't let that shit get to you and really just tap back in into yourself and unwrap your trauma to figure out where you were broken badly or why we crazy. And it will, it will just help a lot in your whole healing process. And don't allow these doctors and therapists and stuff to make you think that you need a medication to heal. Now, by all means, if medication works for you, then baby, take the medications and feel great. But for those that feel like the medication don't work well for you, it's okay to not take it. Because like all of our bodies react so differently to different things. And I felt like I've taken dozens of medications and I just felt like a lot of them did not work for 
me and that's just me but I think honestly when it comes to medication and something working for me I like medical marijuana I think medical marijuana has been amazing to me I think it helps me with my ADHD and really helps my creativity like honestly like when I'm writing these stories for y'all doing this whole podcast this whole idea this whole vision has been from a weed head I'll be high as shit like all the time but I feel like I'd be needing to be high because if I wasn't my ADHD and everything is so fucked up that like it'll be really really difficult for me to focus yeah, okay. like it the I could do it but me lacking that focus it would be really hard for me to get the things done and I'm getting shit done out here okay and to me that's way better than any other psych med that I've taken and that's okay and I'm cool with that what I do feel though is taking narcotics and alcohol those are not good coping mechanisms I know a lot of people drink for their anxiety and yes although it is effective if you're drinking excessively to a point where you're just really damaging your body and your organs and just everything you're gonna have more issues in the long run with that like the alcohol is gonna make you have withdrawal issues you're gonna have temperament problems you're not gonna feel good you're gonna have hangovers it's gonna become alcohol dependent like with drugs you become very drug dependent like it is not a good coping mechanism at all so if you feel like alcohol is your coping mechanism for everything i suggest you try to find something else because that will get very unhealthy for you very very quick and i would know because i was there for a long time so if you guys are out here and you feel like you want to harm yourself like please seek help and if you can't seek help like a counselor a therapist a, a, a hotline a friend family member an animal anything try writing really try the narrative therapy thing if writing is your thing if you like singing then sing if the instrument's your thing like find whatever it is and just try to use that to try to heal and don't hurt yourself because there's so much life and I feel like we have so much potential everyone is worth living here and I swear we all have our purpose and it may be hard as hell to find that shit but I swear once you find that shit you will find every single reason to want to live on today's show we discuss mental health and discuss the wonders of healing through trauma from doing narrative therapy remember if you feel like harming yourself or others seek help immediately if my suicide attempts worked I would not be here today talking to y'all on the pink parlay remember to love yourselves and believe in you i feel we are all gifted individuals in some sort of way we just have to find it in ourselves all while battling this mean cutthroat world much love to you all and i'll catch y'all on the next parlay